News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Our travel remains the most popular mode of transport across Ireland, according to the National Household Travel Survey. It found that almost 70% of all trips are made in a private car. Walking is the next most popular transport mode, one in five, and uh, bus or coach at just 5%. Brian Caulfield, Associate Professor of School of Engineering at Trinity College Dublin. Uh, I suppose probably no surprise here. Are we, are we worse than other countries in, in this regard in terms of our dependency on the car, Brian? Um, I suppose if if you look at EU averages, yes, we are. Um, there was a poll there out there last year that showed that we were one of the worst in Europe when it came to dependency on on the private car for our trips. Um, the the results that came out yesterday for from the the National Transport Authority, one of the things that I think is the most disheartening of of all of them is that car usage has just dropped by one percent in over a decade. So. We have a long way to go, and especially with those big, lofty climate change goals, um, how we're going to achieve them, um, it's going to be very difficult. How will we achieve it? Because it's quite clear, particularly there's an urban-rural divide here. Car usage levels, 53% in Dublin, 80% among rural dwellers. Yeah, and then also the distances. So in rural areas, a third of trips are are less than five kilometres, and then in our cities, it's about 70%. How are we going to do it? I suppose that there's more people moving in our cities. Um, so it's making them to use public transport, walk and cycle. Um, as you said in, in the intro there, 20% of people are walking and cycling has actually dropped um, from the previous time that this survey has been done. It, it's more investment. But I suppose the kind of thing that, that rings true here, and I think hopefully it's been heard in, 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 in the doll, is that... Um, public transport usage is it takes a long time to to increase the same with walking and cycling we can't just snap our fingers we can't get copenhagen levels of cycling in dublin without breaking eggs and without putting in all of the infrastructure that's required but it's going to take time and yet when we do put in that infrastructure cycling infrastructure there's uproar people give out huge numbers of people give out yeah, they do. And I suppose when you see results like this, you can see, well, perhaps why they're giving out that, you know, cycling fell from um, 3% nationally to 2% nationally um, uh, between the two different uh, periods that this data was collected. But the change in cycling takes a generation almost to achieve. But in the short term, one of the things that we really need to be doing is pushing out more public transport one of the um, one of the stats in there is that 3.5 million people um, in Ireland are within a 15 minute walk of a bus stop. It doesn't say how often the bus actually arrives, um, but it shows that, that that network is there and we need to increase the frequency on that network to increase the numbers. How do you increase uh, public transport for rural areas? Because it's very difficult because we do have the most diversely spread uh, population in Europe. We, we have very low population densities. We've lots of one off houses it's very hard to have public transport for those. It is very difficult. And you've probably heard of the, the term smart cities before, but I think smart rural areas are one of the things that we need to look at. If you look over to Scotland, they've been very good at on-demand um, services, public transport services. And there has been some success on that in Ireland. Um, and if you if you look at it from an emissions perspective, trying to get all of these buses running at the frequency that would be required to get people to use them would end up in extra emissions. And it's it's one of the things that I've said a number of times before is in these rural areas, that's where we should perhaps be focusing electric vehicles and not in the urban areas where the walking and travel distances are shorter. And that's one of the things I would do from a climate perspective. 
Do we need a mindset change as well? I mean, look, absolutely. And I know people will text in and say, I don't have public transport near me. And that is absolutely the case. But are we also guilty of getting in the car for journeys that, you know, let's face it, you could walk? Yeah, and and that was shown in this data set. 35% of all trips are less than two kilometres. But then also data that came out from the the Department of Transport last week that said, I think it was 90% of car drivers would consider using uh, walking, cycling or public transport for shorter trips. So it is that behavioural piece that I've been been trying to say. And that kind of behaviour does take a long time to to change unless you start to take out the stick, unless you start to talk about congestion charging and increasing parking costs and all of those types of things, then change could happen quicker. Um, A text in from a listener. I live and work in South Dublin. It takes two hours to get from Cabinteely to Clondalk and I have to drive to get to work. The transport system is terrible. We need more Lewis trains and bus bike lanes everywhere. Uh, Sorry, bus bike lanes everywhere won't sort this out. The likes of Amsterdam have only 12% travelling by bike and there the city is fully flat. I couldn't agree more. We need more Lewis lines. We need to be building them now. Um, you know, some of the, the plans that came out, say, for example, the rail plan that came out there a couple of weeks ago, um, that's just to get us to a baseline, I think, um, uh, which we can build from. And then it was very disheartening to hear politicians saying, well, this was, you know, a, a basically a report saying that we should build more roads. Um, we need more public transport in our cities. We need to be building Lewis lines in Dublin Court. Well, we're very slow. Always. I mean, Bus Connect seems to be taking forever. And can I point out, objected to by loads of politicians. They all want more public transport, but not if it means breaking a few eggs in their local area. Yeah, it's very frustratingly slow. And when I talk to people in the NTA, um, they will say the same thing, that it's very frustrating that these things are are, are taking so long, especially with bus connects. You would have thought that would, would have been something that could have been done a lot quicker. But I suppose the planning system at the moment is trying to deal with all of these public transport projects, wind turbine, solar projects, all of these things. And we're trying to build, you know, generations of, of, of infrastructure in five or six years. And that's, I suppose, the, 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 what's happening in terms of the planning system. But yeah, bus connects should be, should be much quicker. It's, it's, it's one of the no-brainers. Brian Caulfield, Associate Professor at the School of Engineering at Trinity College Dublin. Thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.